With Metro by T-Mobile, your hard-earned money goes further. This tax season, there's zero fees to switch. Enjoy Metro's lowest price. Just 25 bucks a line for four lines. Plus, get four free Samsung Galaxy phones when you switch. Now that's the best deal in wireless. Metro by T-Mobile, empowering you to rule your day. All lines lose promo rate if any deactivates. No fees on select phones. Limit one per line with eligible port. Excludes sales tax. Limited time offer. Additional terms apply. See MetroByTMobile.com. How's it going on this great Wednesday afternoon? My name is Hayden Joyner, and this is Off the Bench, your top sports talk show here on XLR Lanner University Radio. I'm joined with my co-hosts Chris Fortenberry and Liam Worley here. As always, guys, how's it going today? Going good. How about you? Yeah, not so bad. And you? Yeah, I know, Chris. Chris, you just ran off uh, off the golf course to get here, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. Came here pretty quick, straight off the course from the range here. Was it nice out there? I mean, it's a good, it's a nice oh, day out. It's like 67 nice or day. something outside. Beautiful out there. I was wearing short sleeves yeah. like all day today. It's crazy, but yeah, I put a jacket on here because freezing in the studio but either way um big news for you guys or as you know as nascar fans you are the daytona 500 is this sunday kicking off the season on valentine's day so you know who better to have than the chase elliott guy liam and uh chris you're here too i don't you know, you're doing something weird like you're gonna shoot oh no you gotta shoot a rubber band at me or something no no it's just my bracelet oh just your bracelet just oh. tighten it up well either way Liam, I'll start off with you with the 500. How are you feeling about it? I know your man was kind of bumped off the victory uh, the other night in yeah. the exhibition race. but uh, Yeah, well, uh, you know, it's like five straight days of racing, and I'm not going to miss a second. I watched all of practice earlier today. I'm going to watch all of qualifying tonight. We're going to watch the dual races, truck race, ARCA, Xfinity, and then the 500. But the 500, we got uh, we got 44 cars. They're going for 40 spots. Four people are going to be extremely upset. They're going to be kicked back to Charlotte. Ain't ain't no fun down there in Daytona Beach at the Hooters. And uh, I don't know. Chris Chris likes Bubba Wallace, but just because you don't. Yeah, well, that's because that's I just don't think he has the talent yeah. for the equipment he's driving. Uh, but, I mean, there's a lot of big storylines. Denny Hamlin trying to win it three years in a row. Uh-huh. Chase Elliott, Kyle Busch, some, and Martin Truex, big drivers trying to get it for their first time. I don't know. Just It's going to be carnage. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Any, um, I mean, obviously we're cheering for our favorite drivers, but like the way it's been looking so far in qualifying, any any like big predictions so far for the for the race? The the Toyotas are going to do good. There's only five of them that are guaranteed to get in the field. One more that may be able to help them, and then the Hendrick Motorsports cars, they'll they'll do good. So that's that's about it. That's going to be the people running up front all day long. Yeah, and Chris, you were talking before the show, Bubba Wallace was fastest in qualifying he so was, far. Yeah, he was, what, 199.75? Yeah, today? yeah, yeah. He had the fastest mile an hour on the line uh, in practice. So, Which doesn't mean anything, but it's... It's just interesting. It's interesting, yeah. yeah. How is, like, his time... I mean, obviously, he's the quickest on speed, but, like, his his lap time... Do they do times tonight? Uh, do they do it? Yeah, they'll, it they'll do times tonight, and uh, but they said his... They didn't... Uh, broadcast the times for us, but okay. they had him, and he said single car speed. Bubba Wallace was like top five or something. Okay. So now is Bubba, that, Bubba Wallace going for the pole? Interesting. Now is that mostly his equipment or like his driver skill? What do we? One hundred percent his equipment. <laughs> <laughs> so this is like a Mercedes Bottas kind of thing. Yeah, right? yeah. No, he, he went. For, yeah, he went from driving a Haas car in Formula One to now he's driving. See, now you're speaking my language. Yeah. I can understand that one. A little <laughs> now more. he's driving an F1 car or a Mercedes car. 
Exactly. Denny, so Denny Hamlin's won it twice in the last two years. I didn't know that. Yeah. See, see, I hate like being the questionable one about NASCAR because I used to be such a huge fan of it, and then I've kind of fallen off it in the last couple of years. So I'm having to like play catch up. Yeah. Like I'll look at I'll look at the list of drivers, and I'm like, I don't know who this is or this is. Or like, oh, I heard his name, but he was he was in the Nationwide Series or whatever it used to be called. Yeah. It's what Xfinity now. Xfinity. Yeah. They're like, oh, they were in that series. I knew that, but now they're in the in the big one. Which what is it now? Monster is it Monster Energy still or no? No, it's just NASCAR. It's Cup just a NASCAR. So they lost a sponsor. Well, they got four, uh, you know, big sponsors instead of just one. Oh, so it's like a yeah. joint thing. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. It just feels weird because I used to be a huge, huge Tony Stewart fan. Watched him win the uh, win his re- most recent championship since I was actually old enough because his other two I was really little. Don't remember that. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Used to be a huge fan. But now I'm, just, sure. now I'm just asking questions about uh, what's, what's this guy driving? What's, you know, That's all right. Feeling kind of dumb. Hey, I mean, I bought three die casts last thing before I came here. Yeah, we're lucky Chase didn't win yesterday because he would have been yeah it saved me about 60 one. bucks yeah but you bought diecast cars before like like today no uh, yeah no i bought i bought three about about 30 minutes ago oh my gosh <laughs> were they all chase elliott no not a one who were no. they uh eric jones his paint scheme this week's pretty fire uh Corey lajoy his paint scheme this year's fire and then i actually bought an indy car one. Oh, okay <laughs> yeah. how much does that you pack uh that's uh, for all three of them it's like 26 bucks oh really yeah that's... they're just little ones so i haven't oh, like, bought like, any like, big like, ones t- like the hot wheel kind of size yeah i haven't bought oh, any okay. big ones yet. i was thinking like like the tennis shoe kind of size ones or not yet not yet Th- those are what those are how much are those those are 60 a pop yeah, those are 60 he'll, a pop. he'll be looking at those here yeah chase elliott wins races if chase elliott wins <laughs> that, that's when my wallet starts to feel <laughs> if hot. he went sunday you'll you'll buy a, a die cast of every yeah victory. i, I bought two of his wins from last year yeah i mean if chase wins there's no if ands or buzz he's buying it did yeah, he have like a championship winning die cast design? oh yes he did so nice. you didn't get that one? Uh, oh, it's it's in the pony express oh. <laughs> it's not supposed to come out till like august <laughs> or something <laughs> oh that's great that's great hell yeah well certainly we're all looking forward to the 500 um this upcoming upcoming sunday on valentine's day but what happened this past sunday was as we all know the super bowl the big one yeah. ended the nfl season Buccaneers defeating the Chiefs 31 to 9. Liam, you and I both got this one wrong, uh, which I don't even going to fault you and me because what happened in the Super Bowl, I don't think any of us could have predicted happening with the Chiefs putting up nine points total on the offense and the Buccaneers just completely dominating on the offensive and defensive lines of both sides of the ball. Chris, you did get this game right, predicting the, the, uh, the Buccaneers, and that sets you at 11 and 11, 500 on the season. So, how are you feeling after this one? Oh, I'm pumped. I was just happy to get to 500 uh, to finish the season. And I mean, I I knew Tom Brady is you can't bet against him. It's if every time you do, you're going to get screwed. And exactly, I mean, I knew he was going to come out with a W, but I did not expect that defense to play so good against uh, that Chiefs offense. But uh, no, I'm I was happy with the result. I definitely wanted to see. The Buccaneers come out with the win mm-hmm. over the Chiefs, just because you know once once the team's at the top for a little while and doesn't seem to lose that much, you want to see them fall, and we were able to see that this Sunday. Yeah, so. like normally I would cheer for the Buccaneers because it's a mm-hmm. different team, you know. But Brady was on it, so I was like, no, I don't want to, I don't want Brady to win another one. So yeah. I'm going with the the Chiefs, even though they won it last year, and they're obviously going to be the dominant team for a while. But mm-hmm. um, like just like overall thoughts in the Super Bowl. I mean, it was pretty much one of the most boring ones since Super Bowl 53, which coincidentally Brady also won, right. which is the 13-3 mm-hmm. against the Rams. So, Liam, you said this before the show, 12, or one of y'all said this before the show, 12 points total Brady's defenses have mm-hmm. allowed in his last two Super Bowl victories. So, is he carried by his defense? I don't know. I don't, no, I, I don't think so. I don't think he's yeah. I mean, I he still played phenomenal. Right. He, he just he plays solid. He didn't make any mistakes at all in mm-hmm. that game. And 
he sets up his defense to perform at their highest level. I mean, he has long, sustaining drives that gives them time to rest. And nine times out of ten, he's going to come out with uh, three points or more. You know, mm-hmm. so I mean, he's he sets them up to succeed. And I mean, if you see him on the sideline, yeah, I mean, I mean that's yeah, like that's not even anything we see right. back in the locker room right. to hype him up before the game starts yeah. or I mean, to keep him going during halftime. I heard he was texting everybody at eleven at night. Um, like get ready to win or something like that. Like he was just telling everybody we're gonna win the Super Bowl, and he, yeah. he spoke it into existence. One of the craziest stories I heard like during this week was about Chris Godwin and how he was you know he was number twelve last year, their wide receiver, and uh, he gave up his number twelve to Tom Brady because obviously TB twelve is gonna win mm-hmm. his TB twelve. Yeah, and so Chris Godwin took number fourteen, and apparently the deal was he would give up his number if Brady could get him a Super Bowl ring, and that came true. So I mean, when Brady says I'm gonna win you a ring. It, he means it. It's, he's going to do it. I mean, he's one of the best winners of all time, if not the best. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's phenomenal how he does it. Yeah. I mean, and, like, you know, that may not seem big a deal to us, that Chris Godwin thing, but to those players, those numbers mean a heck oh, of a yeah. lot to them. Yeah. I mean, even, like, I mean, I played high school sports. I'm, how y'all, y'all did high school sports? I know golf doesn't really have numbers, but I, play, I, I played high school soccer, and I was number, I've been number 14 my entire life, and I would never give up, give up number 14. Yeah. And so, you know, Chris Godwin did give up. Or he changed number 14, so that's cool yeah. for him. But, yeah. yeah, giving up a number is, like, actually a really big deal for yeah. some people. So yeah. totally understand that. But, but yeah, I mean, it's just like you go to the, a Brady team and you're guaranteed to win. Like, or not guaranteed, but, like, you're going to be successful. You're going to have a long playoff run. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's what's, what's the crazy stat? Like, Brady makes a Super Bowl more often than, like, Steph Curry can make a three. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's more likely to make the Super Bowl than Steph is to hit a three. Yeah, and that, that stat's weird because it's, like, obviously there's, like, a percentage. Right. Like, what's Steph's uh, going to shoot way more Steph threes. Steph Yeah, he shoots have. way more threes, yeah. but. But, I mean, that's still insane. Like, if you take it as for it is, Steph shooting a three, the chances of it going in that time is less than Tom Brady making a Super Bowl in any given season. Yeah. It's just insane. It's like yeah. you're just signing up for a long Super Bowl, an AFC or NFC championship or a Super Bowl run exactly. at the very least every year. For sure. Um, but for for this game, like, obviously the biggest storyline is the Chiefs' big demise. You know, we talked about it on the show, Liam, you and I, last week about, you know, which defense was going to show up big. And, I mean, speaking personally, I've – completely thought this game was going to be high scoring it was going to come down to the wire and when I when I meant which defense comes up big I'm like which is going to make the clutch play at the end and I picked the Chiefs because I mean yes the Buccaneers have you know they have the great D line but when it comes to like a big play you're thinking pat batted ball interception kind of thing like that mm-hmm. so you know I was thinking Tyra Matthew those guys they're gonna make a big play and the Chiefs you know they're, they're known for making the big plays they win those late close games but I mean so does Tom Brady mm-hmm. so but I never thought when I said defense would come up big it would be to this extent with the uh, the Buccaneers putting three sacks on Mahomes, pressuring him on almost every drop back, every had play. him running for his life. Yeah. There was something that like he had he ran like two hundred yards of scrambling. It was, it was like four ninety seven. Four, four ninety seven. Yeah. Thank you. Like Chris tripled my number pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> like insane. Yeah. Insane stats. He was just under under siege the whole time. But um for the, like for this collapse, how do y'all like what do you think the reasoning was behind well, this? Offensive line for uh-huh. them was terrible. I know they were missing two starters yeah. from what I heard. Uh, I mean, Eric who, Fitt, who Eric, even is Mike Rimmers? Well, he played, <laughs> if you don't remember, he played in the Super Bowl and was starting for the Panthers when they played the We the also saw how that game went. Yeah. Von Miller had a field day that game. Yeah, yeah and, and Mike Rimmers was the one who was on that side, and he got torched. And he came to the Super Bowl again, got torched. Yeah. I was, I was just making the reference like Jason Pierre-Paul did uh, earlier last week, who even is Mike Rimmers. Yeah. But, yeah, no, that's that's what contributed the most to them not being able to get plays 
And, uh, I mean, Patty was freaking running out of his mind and was hitting receivers, you know. and in, in the hands. In the hands, in the helmet, whatever was happening to him. They should have been catching balls. I mean, they, they should have scored a few more points, but mm-hmm. it's still been too uh, too little too late. Yeah, I mean, they had the uh, hit Tyreek in the hand in the end zone in the first quarter, I think. And, I mean, it was a, it was a really contested shot, but, I mean, still hitching the hand, you yeah. got to catch it. Travis and, Kelsey late in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he did that Superman throw, <laughs> yeah, was... exactly, hit him right. Wait, that wasn't Kelsey. The the one where he was like it parallel was to like the ground. It, w- it was it wasn't Kelsey. Was it, it was, Hardman? I don't think it was. Oh, it was like I was. It was a person. I I'm not too sure. Who there's the, was. okay. There's the two plays by Mahomes at the end, right? There's the two incompletions. The one where he was on the left side, like on the near side yes. from the camera. Mm-hmm. He got like kind of spun around, just kind of launched went into the back that corner. One, I didn't that really one was some like four, like number four receiver or something, and yeah. he caught it. He was just out of bounds. Like, and, he caught that ball. Yeah, Pringle. Uh, Pringle should have yeah. had that one. And yeah. then the second one, which is, I think the exact next play yeah. was him getting tripped and then parallel to the ground, kind of sidearming it, and it hit, uh, I want to say it was McCall, Har- no, McCall Harmon. It was or somebody like that. And it wasn't like Hill or to Kelsey. It was one of their yeah. number two or three. I, mean, I can't really blame too much uh, that he didn't catch it. I mean, he had a guy right in front yeah, of him. Yeah, there was a defender right it. in front of him, and, and it went through his hand. And I mean, I'm watching Patrick Mahomes, yeah. like, Flying like Superman, throwing me a ball. I'm like, oh my gosh! You're like, uh, <laughs> you're. I mean, you got to think. If either of those guys caught it inbounds, it's a touchdown for one, and that's probably one of the best throws in NFL history. Oh, yeah. Like, I was. Th- it I should. Them, it I should like, not have been on target whatsoever. No, no those should have been out of like in the ground. Both. Well, not the first one. But the second one was a perfect spiral. Yeah, like yeah, the first one was kind of wobbly, but yeah. the placement of it was yeah. like you're getting it in that back corner. <laughs> Like a right over top of like two or three guys or for the Buccaneers, whoever that was, and he was like getting spun. He was probably you know he didn't know which way up or down was because he was just spinning a, like a tornado mm-hmm. right there, and, and that was just phenomenal. Probably the two, I mean, easily the two best incompletions in NFL history or at least rule history. We can probably agree on that one. Mm-hmm. But I mean, Patrick Mahomes, it wasn't like this game wasn't his fault at all. Like I mean, anyone who's going to place blame on him is you know you're kind of just you're not thinking really big. For me, what happened with this Chiefs was I mean. The defensive line came up huge. The injured offensive line for the Chiefs, you know, Eric Fisher getting hurt in the AFC Championship game. They had a lot of other guys out. Had a bunch of just, you know, kind of second string undrafted people starting for that O-line. Uh-huh. They were getting absolutely murdered by Jason Pierre-Paul and Shaq Barrett and all those guys for the Buccaneers. Yeah. Um, but what, what really happened with the Chiefs, you know, they were kind of going blow for blow in the first quarter at least. It was, it was low score and the Chiefs had to lead at 3-0 for a, a while there. And then they just couldn't really match the tempo of Tampa Bay, which, you know, is mostly attributed to Patrick Mahomes not being able to get a throw off within two seconds or whatever. But you come into halftime and you'd think, you know, they'd make some adjustments to how they were going to play. And they really didn't. They came off, they came out of the second quarter. They ran the ball pretty effectively. If we remember, you Mm -hmm. know, Clyde Oudelaire, nine rushes, 64 yards, which isn't a ton, which, you know, they were throwing there behind the whole game. Anyway, they had, I mean, 7.1 yards per carry for Edward Tolaire, who was their leading rusher, 7.1 yards per carry. That's pretty significant i'd say like that i mean and he yeah he played in the big game uh in college football yeah. last year but this is a step step up from that and you know he's been running against harder defenses all this year than he did last year obviously especially this one in particular so yeah he didn't wasn't star studded but that was very yeah. respectable I mean, stuff he only had nine carries yeah it was yeah he only had yeah nine carries it's, you can't i mean really expect much he wasn't going to put up a ton because he was um, because they were behind. They were throwing the ball. But what my point was is that you were running. He was averaging seven point one yards a carry, and it's yeah. not like because he had one big long run. It was a consistent seven or eight yards a carry he was doing. Like I guess I get that. Like after halftime, they were down what twenty one to six, I think, or twenty one to something like that. 
Um, I get that you're down a couple points, but that's only 15 points. That's two scores. You could be in the lead after two scores if you play your cards right and get some right. two-point conversions. What you do is you got to establish that run with Edwards Lair or whoever you want to do it with because you were running it pretty effectively over top of a pretty good run defense for Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. You were running it effectively, establish that, and make the Tampa Bay's defense a little bit more honest because the way they were playing, they were doing two high safeties pretty much the whole game, preventing Tyreek Hill or Hardman or anyone to run past them deep. They weren't going to get beat on a 60-yard bomb by yeah. either of those guys. What, right. what Tampa Bay wanted to do, they're like, we're going to keep the ball in front of us. You're going to run runs, short passes, check downs, anything like that, and have to go the length of the field and you know, nine, ten, eleven plays. That's how you're going to have to score against us, yeah, and then I, we're going to come back and blow for low. I think the, we didn't see any adjustment, and it was honestly, it looked like Kansas City was extremely out of their comfort zone mm-hmm. because Mahomes likes to air it out. To yeah, Tyreek Hill, I mean, Travis Kelsey likes to find those guys, and he, when he has time, that's when he hits Kelsey over the middle, wide open. Yeah, because it's easy to lose the tight end when he has time to throw, and. Uh, and it gives Tyreek Hill time to get downfield, and people have got to keep their eyes on him, and they just didn't have that. And when they got out of their comfort zone, it's like they didn't know what to do. They were just confused the entire night. Well, and what they were hoping to do was, you know, they fall behind, and they're mm-hmm. like, we don't have to change their game plan too much because we have Patrick Mahomes. Right. We're going to do what we've been doing forever. I mean, yeah. last postseason you were down 24 points to the to Houston. You were down then, I think, thir- 10 or 13 to Tennessee, and then you were down 10 in the fourth quarter to San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we're not going to change our game plan because no matter what happens, Mahomes is going to be able to pull us pull us back. We're going to get our, our passing game going, and we're just going to be able to touchdown, 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 and get back into this game. <laughs> they were thinking that was going to happen, in my assumption, and Tampa Bay wasn't – they were like, we're not letting that happen. They were just going to keep pressuring. They just kept blitzing and running, mostly with four-man rushes, honestly. Yeah. And they just kept pushing, putting the pressure on, you know. Yeah, like, mean, they didn't let them get back in the game. They just couldn't do it. Well, they, like what yeah. Chris said uh, about how he was uncomfortable, Mahomes and Andy Reid have perfected Mahomes' craft. And so when they get something rolling, you know, it's just they're throwing freaking dimes like they're mm-hmm. – I don't know. I'm just trying to make an analogy, and it just didn't fly oh, off the yeah. tongue. Throwing dimes but, uh, like into a Salvation Army bucket. Yes, yeah, that that'll work. That'll work. <laughs> uh, but like, and we talked about uh, last week about how they were probably going to get something going on the end round with mm-hmm. Tyree Kill and Miko Hardman. Did they even try that once. They did. They did, okay. and it got shut down. I think Miko was the one who tried it. Right. I watched one with Tyreek too that I know for sure, mm-hmm. and he got two yards i think yeah it didn't work i mean they just the you know levante david and devin white they were just able to collapse the the line onto the field and just block him off and when you're able to do everything on defense effectively like they were doing it's it's going to be a long night for moms you got to see tampa bay's defense you know rocky start in the beginning of the season wasn't anything special and just how much they grew uh in the playoffs and late in the season and like Tom Brady said, they played their best game all year in the Super Bowl. And mm-hmm. we obviously saw it in a 31-9 performance. And, you know, Kansas City was just beaten to death by Fournette and the short stuff by Brady. I mean, he was just picking them apart. If you get Brady time to throw, that's always been how it works is he picks you apart. And they just pounded it up their uh, their defensive line, and they just couldn't do anything about it. It was literally they Tampa Bay did what they wanted, and <laughs> – they couldn't. I mean, Tom Brady got to at one point where he told Tyron Matthew, "I'm going to target you," uh-huh. and he did that, and he was <laughs> successful. Yeah. So I mean, he went after one of the best safeties in the game with ease. So I mean, that's you just who he is. Yeah, I mean, you forced 
Patrick Mahomes on offense to score nine points. You get Mahomes to commit two turnovers, which I think both happened late anyway. But mm-hmm. um, you're going to win that game. I mean, credit to defensive coordinator Todd yeah. Bowles for an excellent game plan. Mm-hmm. I mean, they played they played once in the regular season, right? Which ended up being a Kansas City win. With, it was twenty seven to twenty four, but Correct. it was it, it was closer than it ha- than it was. Kansas City was leading that game by a significant point for most of the game. They were up like seventeen nothing at some point, I think. And you know, in that game, what happened? Like. They, what what Tampa was doing on defense is they were running man-to-man coverage with a one high safety to help mostly with Tyreek or Hardman, whoever was going to run the, the deep fade, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's what they were doing. And, you know, what happened in that game was Tyreek Hill went off from almost 300 yards receiving, and he had about 150 in the first quarter. Yeah. So that obviously you throw that into the trash bin. That plan does not work against the Chiefs. You can't run man-on-man against Tyreek Hill, although I'm pretty sure a blind person could have told you <laughs> that's what's going to happen if you run man-to-man on yeah. Tyreek Hill. So what they what they did, you know, we'll we'll run man to man, but keep two high safeties this time. We'll mm-hmm. run two high, do a little bit of make fast linebackers cut down any kind of reads you're going to do, any kind of screens, two high safeties, and that put everything in front of them. It completely worked. That's what they ran the entire game with the four man rush. I mean, with the four man rush that allows nine, like you have or four man rush, seven people to be dropped back. You know, you could have three receiver or three t- linebackers covering the inside, and then you could have two high and then two out wide. That's what they were running, and it worked perfectly. Like it, it, they literally couldn't get any. And I think like Patrick Mahomes came after, like after the game, he said something in an interview. Like he didn't even know sometimes what the routes they were running. There just wasn't really any continuity on the Kansas City's offense because they were just trying so many different things to get it to get, get it to work. And obviously, nothing was working at all. Right. So. I would have just told him run to the open field at that point. I mean, Tyree Kill should be able to outrun most folks. Well, it's, like, thing, uh, it's like playground football. Just get open. Yeah. yeah. Well, just I mean, like if Tyree Kill's going to run a fifty-yard fade, that takes time. I mean, yeah. he, he's super fast. Don't get me wrong, but it still takes you. You're going to need three or four seconds to get open if he wants to. You're going to beat I the mean, safety zone. Mahomes, he can run a little bit. He just well, yeah, he ran for four hundred and ninety yards I'm or whatever saying, he said. He's a, he's a versatile quarterback, so he could have. Uh, you know, roll it out of the pocket. And well, yeah, and it's easy to do that when you can do it a couple times a game, but when you're doing it every single play, it gets tough. And you're yeah. having, you know, 300-pound Shaq Barrett yeah. and Jason Pierre-Paul. I mean, when you're running for your life, you're, you're starting to breathe heavy. It's hard to make those throws. I mean, and those guys were envisioning him as a Big Mac. I mean, <laughs> he was, they were ready to chow down, and they did. But I'm just saying, like, Mahomes has got enough talent. You, you would think Hill, Hardman, and Kelsey, they got enough talent that they should be able to run a decent enough route to get open for in three seconds, four mm-hmm. seconds. They, I, I, I don't – I mean, you could – I'm still a little shocked of how they only think, scored nine points. I just think it was brilliant execution by the Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. I mean, they played a great game, and the Chiefs didn't. And when that happens, you're going to get a result that's kind of shocking. Yeah, I mean yeah. they. I mean they scored nine, and they had the, they had a few garbage time rush, or dar- garbage time drives in the end where they ended up with the interception on that. Uh, it was it was an interception. They had the parallel throw on fourth and nine, which ended up incomplete because they dropped it. He had t- two of those plays, which ended up you know costing them fourteen points. But even that, it's like it's a, irrelevant at that point. But the fact that I mean, even in garbage time, they couldn't score. Like that's how bad it was. Mm-hmm. And we all know how infamous garbage time is at this point, with people you know saying you could throw three hundred yards and three touchdowns in garbage time. But they couldn't score at that. And so, you know, you, I mean, Chiefs fans, I mean, you can complain like anything. You can say the refs were for the Bucks, and they had money on, the, on, on Tom Brady. You can yeah. say whatever you want, but you yeah. only scored nine points. Yeah. If you only score nine points in the Super Bowl, it's, you're not going to win unless you're playing in, like, the 50s, and right. that's all they could score. I mean, yeah. you also got to remember they gave 
the Buccaneers so much motivation in that first game they played with mm-hmm. Tyreek Hill doing that little peace sign. To... And you saw it when Antoine Winfield stopped him on yeah. that like last drive that he. So I've seen he that. Was I've seen that. To do that. I've seen so those good. two clips like from the week fifteen game or whatever, or week fourteen game in the Super Bowl. Like I've seen those paired by paired like all over social media. People love that. I mean, I, I love I it. Love I think it. Antoine Winfield, I, good I for him. I hate taunting yeah. and yeah. celebrating, but that was good. I think, if, I think you can taunt if it's like a revenge thing. Yeah, that one was, yeah. Right? was definitely uh, – It was worth the penalty in my book. It was worth it, yeah. And plus, Tyron Matthew didn't help things going after Tom Brady. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Right you right don't, the, start. the one thing you don't do is take off Tom Brady because mm-hmm. he is going to make you pay for it, and that's exactly what he did. Exactly. And, Antoine Winfield actually yesterday posted that picture on Instagram and said, <laughs> caption this with a smiley face. And the Which, the, the picture from the Super Bowl or the Week 14 mm-hmm. matchup? No, the, the Super Bowl. Oh, nice. nice. <laughs> it's beautiful. Yeah. Oh, but, I mean, yeah, nine points is just bad. And, again, there was tons of talk about blaming the refs. And, there, I mean, we, there's a few calls. There's a few calls in the game that are a little bit questionable. And the Chiefs did get – I mean, they got bombarded by penalties in the first half. Like, you can't even argue that. I think it was, what, nine penalties for around 90 – eight penalties for, like, 95 like yards. Record, I think. Yeah, it was a record. Where is it? I have this written down, actually. It was – where did I put it? Refs. Yeah, eight penalties for 99 yards. It's the most – penalty yardage for a team in the first half all season oh, I don't, it might have been a super bowl record too but for at least for the season it was the most penalty yardage a team had gotten in one half almost a football field's length of penalties and you could say all you want but that's just sloppy football by the chiefs you know yeah. it's just you gotta you gotta tighten up in the super bowl you know you can't well, you I mean, can't do anything and at a point they were getting desperate yeah they were trying I mean, that was to get all away def- with stuff that was all in the first quarter or the first half so i mean yeah but uh, when you start getting down by more and more you start feeling it and you're yeah. like oh no we the, gotta we gotta catch up for a lost time and that's what they were trying to do and it continuously failed i mean the real daggers were you know you had um it was in the first first quarter, I think. Tom Brady had a batted ball, got intercepted by Tyron Matthew, and that got called back because of uh, what was it? It was like a holding. It was like, yeah, it was like defensive on Mike holding. Evans or something like that. It was like a holding on Mike Evans, which it was a batted ball. So you know, you could kind of say, oh, he didn't even hold on the play, but it's whatever. That gets you know, that gets taken back, whatever. And then you have later on, you have Ryan Suckup hitting a forty-yard field goal that got called back because of a offsides call on the defense. Mm-hmm. They had a guy lined up like two inches past the mm-hmm. line of scrimmage. Which I mean, it's on a field goal. Who cares? Yeah. Like I get that it's a rule. You know, it's it's a penalty. Yes, but like who cares? It's it's it was even that. It was no a one it was, would have gone back and been like, oh look at that. Yeah. Oh, you cost us. Like, you know, it, yeah. it, it, it didn't affect the play whatsoever. So who cares? But then it ended up giving Tampa Bay a first down instead. They threw it to Gronk on like a twenty-something yard pass. Literally the next play, and they got a touchdown. Then you know we all had what happened on that final drive for Tampa Bay in the first half. I mean, first off, you have Andy Reid calling timeouts with a third and two, trying to get Mahomes the ball back, which ended up only saving Tom Brady time. So you have that issue with the kind of clock management stuff. And then you have the deep ball, uh, like two plays later after they convert on third down, you have the deep ball to Mike Evans on the left side, which um, I don't even know what cornerback it was, but he tripped, tripped Mike Evans, DPI called. You get that sloppy play. Then two plays later again, you have the throw to Mike Evans. I don't know if it was Mike Evans, but it was the Tyron Matthew in coverage. He mm-hmm. kind of ran into the receiver right in front of the goal line. You could argue it was within the five-yard window mm-hmm. of contact. but oh, It definitely it, was. Yeah. It was. Yeah, it was within the five-yard window, and the ball got s- sailed into like the third deck of or like the third row of uh, the stands. Mm-hmm. But that it, gets called for DPI too. It stayed in the stadium. It hit like the back okay. area, yeah, like yeah. the padding area. Um, you could argue it was an uncatchable ball, but there was definitely illegal contact there. 
uh, on Mike Evans. Mean, he was. You just said it was within the five yard margin. No, I meant like it was outside. Oh, of it. oh it was okay. definitely. Out, it was a longer pass. It was yeah. like a twenty yard pass. I mean, he was well outside the five yard. Yeah, but um, I mean, he wouldn't have caught it. So like. Well, I mean, you don't know. I mean, Mike Evans is six foot what? Six foot five? Six four? Six four, I think. So, I, think I, mean, I think it was uncatchable. You never know. He can jump up and grab it. I mean, borderline, you can't touch a receiver I mean, past five yards. Like yeah, and we're, like we're not on the field, so we can't, you know, mm-hmm. we can't, we don't have the best perspective. I mean, these refs, yeah, sometimes they're biased and whatnot, but we don't have the best perspective like they do when they're making calls. Yeah, I mean, bad calls are a part of football. They're going to happen regardless of what you they have you every game. Yeah, just asking a Saints fan. Right. If you well, go into a game, yeah. you have to go in and beat a team. Whether it's the first game in the MAC conference right. opener or if it's Super Bowl. Yeah, you got to expect bad calls. Yeah. You just got to accept it, move on, and win the football game because it's going to happen. I mean, you go in there and score 38 points, you beat Tom Brady. Hey, wait, yeah. I'm watching this playback. It was a nine yard throw. Eh. This is the Tyron Matthew call. Who was, that? Who was even the receiver? It was it was Mike Evans again. Yeah, he's number thirteen. Yeah, that's Mike mm-hmm. Evans. Yeah. Um, the ball, unless he laid out for it with like a two hand drag, and he's like almost parallel to the ground, he isn't catching it. But it's it's closer. Like it's not like he. It was not like a throwaway. You know, it was kind of in between. I think Tom Brady threw it just because he saw the penalty, and he knew they were going to get away with it. And then the next play, I think was uh was it the one yard touchdown to AD or AB? Yeah. Yeah, that's what it was. Little little. Little cutback route. Yeah, I'm just I'm watching the highlights back right now. Yeah, but Tyron Matthews got to do a better job. Of, uh, yeah, yeah, just gotta be aware. You gotta be aware. And, yeah. Tom Brady's smart. If he sees you, you know, getting that big contact right. with a receiver, he's gonna get you out for it. He's gonna throw the just throw the ball in their direction. It's gonna get the call every time. Right. Exactly. But uh, guys, we're gonna go into into a quick break here. When we get back, we will we'll talk a little bit more about the Super Bowl. We got a lot more things to hit on. Obviously, one of the biggest games of the year. So guys, stay tuned. If you're listening. On Radio FX or Spotify or whatever, just make sure you're going to continue to follow us on those uh, those platforms. Chris, don't break a microphone again. Not bad. No, that wasn't me. That was I'm, Matthew. I'm not, last okay, time. not yeah, that was Matthew last time. But yep. anyway, guys, if you're listening to the show and you're not able to make it for the whole thing, or you missed out on a few minutes before the show, just check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Play Podcasts, or the Amazon Podcast family. You can find our shows there after. Uh, posted after the show at 7 p.m. every single Wednesday. Again, just look up Off the Bench with spaces in between. That is Off the Bench. Look for the green, gray, and white logo, and we're right there with every episode from this season and last season. So just check us out there, and you'll be able to check out the show whenever you want. But guys, anyway, listen to this one song, and we'll be right back talking more Super Bowl. And we are back here on Off the Bench. My name is Hayden Joyner, always joined with Chris Fortberry and Liam Worley here. We just talked a little bit about the Super Bowl. And we'll dig into a little bit of uh, a little bit of deeper stuff through it. You know, we just kind of gave our thoughts and reactions a little bit earlier on. But um, something me and Liam talked for, oddly enough, I was listening back to the podcast and we talked for like 30 minutes on just <laughs> whether Mahomes or Brady, like their goat status. We, it didn't seem like we talked that much. We talked a lot about that. Yeah, I was not going to guess 30 minutes would have been the quota. No, it was it was around 25 to 30 minutes, honestly. We took up pretty much the entire first block of the show talking about that one topic. Jiminy Cricks. Yeah, it was, it was pretty crazy, but we got Chris back on it, and now that we know, what you know, we did a lot of the things, you know, would it be Brady 6, Mahomes 2, or Brady 7, Mahomes 1 in comparison to titles? 
we now know it's Brady 7, Mahomes 1, and Brady has the, uh, the head-to-head comparison. And he said at, during his, uh, his Super Bowl MVP little speech thing, he's coming back for another year for Tampa Bay. He's on his contract still. So, we'll, you know, we'll continue this GOAT stuff. And the issue now comes uh, Brady established himself as the GOAT, right? He At least the current one, seven Super Bowls. Uh, to Mahomes is one, and yes, Mahomes is still young in his career. But I mean, even even getting to seven Super Bowls is going to be a feat that only Tom Brady's ever done. Yeah. So he has a very very big hill to climb, especially with the AFC just getting better and better. You know, Jacksonville, like Chris says, is one of the up and coming teams. Let's go. So you know, the AFC is only going to get better. And the big question now is if Mahomes, you know, it's going to be hard for him to be the goat because you know he could match tom brady in super bowl titles but then you know what the big tiebreaker in that is is well did they who won head to head and brady's gonna have that unless it's chiefs buccaneers again next year and mahomes gets his revenge which you know it's probably the betting favorite right now it's probably the betting favorites if not it's the chiefs packers is the betting favorite i don't know but i think the buccaneers have like the fifth best odds to make the super bowl this upcoming season if i've seen it already but uh Unless Mahomes can enact revenge, it's always going to be over his shoulders that Brady beat him in an AFC Championship game in 2018 and the Super Bowl in 2021. So, Chris, we'll, we'll start with you because you know me and Liam talked about this forever. Mm-hmm. But do you think do you think Mahomes will ever be able to catch Brady in a goat conversation? And or if not, if not in Super Bowl titles, what can he really do to uh, to try to establish himself as the goat? I don't I don't think he'll ever be able to establish himself as the goat because I just think Tom Brady's doing something that won't ever be tops you know I just think he has had such a great career of being a winner um and maybe you know everyone says he's not the most athletically gifted quarterback which I agree with and he's definitely not but yeah he is the best winner at the end of the day and all it, all that matters is if you can win Super Bowls and that's what he's done um I read a stat the other day that he's in his just in his 40s and what is he 43 yeah 43 yes. he's got more Super Bowls than Aaron Rodgers Ben Roethlisberger and Drew Brees, who each have one. He's got two. Yeah, just in his forties. Yeah, his just last in his forties. Yeah. yeah. So it, which is, and I mean, that's goat status right there. I mean, just look how good this guy is all the way up to his forties. I mean, it's 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 crazy. And Mahomes, great quarterback. I think he's going to be one of the best all time. But mm-hmm. I just don't see him ever becoming the goat. I mean, we we say it all the time. It's so hard to even get to a Super Bowl in right. the first place. It's so hard. And, I mean, obviously Brady's done it ten times, and he makes it look super easy. I mean, the AFC's kind of been an iffy conference. I mean, there's the weird stat where it's like in the last, at least before the Mahomes era, like 13 of the last 16 AFC Super Bowls have been represented by either Manning, Brady, or Roethlisberger. And then, whereas the NFC has like a different guy, it seems, every year. You haven't really had, I can't even think of the last time, I guess Russell Wilson's the only thing I can think of, and Eli Manning. Those are the only two repeat Super Bowl appearances for NFC quarterbacks. Like, is it, am I wrong on that one? That's at least Pretty for the two, much, yeah. at least for the two uh, thousands, at least. Right. It's so hard to make a Super Bowl, and we all. I mean, we've been making this assumption. You know, Mahomes has made two straight, and I mean, mostly it's because the AFC has been a little, little iffy recently, and they're they're starting to get on the come up. But he's made two straight, and we're always like, oh well, he'll 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 make like a he'll get five more, he'll get a shot at six or seven. But is he really able? Is he really going to be able to do that? Because I mean, you look at. The great quarterbacks, like in the NFC, especially like like Aaron Rodgers and Drew Brees, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson made two straight, and he hasn't been back since. Yeah, I don't he, even think he's made an NFC Championship game right. since. You look at 
the first three years to Russell Wilson and Patrick Mahomes were the exact identical. same. Yeah, yeah, they've had they've had the exact same outcome. Yeah, they uh, it was what was it both? They lost they lost in the playoffs their first year the championship game championship game. Then they, they won, won the, the Super, Super Bowl, Bowl and then they lost, lost to Brady in the third Brady, one. Yeah. yeah, the exact same things has happened to both of them and and Russell Wilson hasn't been back since. Now there's we'll talk about later in the show, but he's kind of been a little iffy about the Seahawks' future. Right. And I mean they've had some pretty bad losses in the playoffs, you know, since the Seahawks haven't really you know. They haven't looked spectacular for a long time now. So the issue with like Mahomes is, like, is he going to get back? Rodgers made his one in 2011. He got a victory, and he hasn't been back since. Granted, he's made, he's made four NFC Championship games since then and has lost all of them. But, again, that just shows how hard it is to win the Super Bowl, especially if you're an elite quarterback. There's always going to be a team that's going to come up and it's going to be hot and it's going to get a victory somehow. I mean, you, you have people like Jared Goff. And, and I mean, you say Eli Manning, but Eli Manning made it in the Super Bowl in the last you know decade or so. You have you know Jimmy Garoppolo last year making the Super Bowl, beating Aaron Rodgers. The Carson Wentz slash Nick yeah, Foles the, the, team. Yeah, basically Nick Foles making the Super Bowl. I mean that dude, that that year was just crazy. You had Nick Foles, Case Keenum, or Blake Bortles as three of the four championship quarterbacks, and then you had Tom Brady, and then Nick yeah. Foles of all people ended up the final one out of all four of those. But, yeah, for real you're always going to have a hot there's going to be the hot team and it's not always guaranteed the best quarterback at a conference is going to always make the championship game and so the thing the thought about you know Mahomes being able to catch Brady is looking very dim because who knows how many Super Bowls he has left it's easy to say he has a bunch because he's young he's obviously the face of the league at this point the best quarterback there is in the league but how many Super Bowls is he going to you know end up making? It's, I mean, it's hard to tell. I mean, we don't know if Brady's done winning Super Bowls yet. Yeah, yeah I mean, he's he still can, going. He can win it yeah. next. He said he's going to play till what forty five. Yeah, he said at, at least yeah. at least, and he might play after that, depending on how well he feels. Who knows? <laughs> maybe maybe like you know, he'll win. Uh, win the next one with Tampa Bay again, and he's like, you know, let's let's go to you know, let's just go to Jacksonville. You know, who cares? <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll let him replace Trevor Lawrence for one year. We'll go to Jacksonville, win fun for them. It's like, oh, I'm 46, I'm still feeling cool. Let's go to uh, let's go to Chicago, get them yeah, one. They're kind of a cool. set. Check It'd be cool if you went back up to the New England conference, but not for New England. Yeah, just go to Miami or something. <laughs> yeah, Miami and just... <laughs> or the Jets or something. Oh gosh, yeah, Tom Brady to the Jets. I mean, why are they? Why don't... Jets should get Tom Brady. Just you know that. Oh, that'd be brutal to uh, Bill Belichick if like he could go to the AFC East and win a Super Bowl with them. Yeah. No cap. Beat Tom, beat Bill Belichick twice in the season. Maybe go through him in the playoffs too. <laughs> oh, that'd be that'd be awful. Oh, but I mean, this goat stuff. Like Liam, you and I talked about so much. You know, we talked so much about it. How they're not going to be able to catch each other. And then we even, I mean, we said we I put a clip out. Um, even if Mahomes can get like maybe three or four, he'd have a chance. You know, just with like his image as being yeah, like the skilled better, player he he'd is. Have a better eye test. Yeah. Than- we compare it to LeBron and Michael Jordan. You know, yeah. Le- Jordan has the rings, and LeBron's what? He's at four now. Right. Is that right? Mm-hmm. He has four now. He's in with the Lakers. He's looking like he could maybe make a little a little late career push oh, yeah. with a couple of rings. I mean, he could get five, I think, which he, is, would be good. Which, he, but he has what six losses? Six, six losses. Yeah. Which that's always going to hang over your head. MJ went six, six and, and six and zero. Yeah. So that's I mean Tom Brady didn't go six and zero, but he went seven and three in Super Bowls, which is kind of insane so far. His yeah. only loss has been the NFC East quarterbacks. Um, see, that's why Dallas should make one. Uh, they'll win it. But <laughs> it's, 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 it's just so hard. And like we said, Mahomes could get the three or the four. My argument last week was that, you know, Mahomes looks like he looks like the kind of goat kind of player. He looks like an MJ. He's going to make the star-studded plays. He's clutch. He does all this. And, yes, Brady's clutch, but he's not the one running and scrambling and making sidearm Hail Mary throws. I mean, Mahomes can just flick the ball and it goes 30 yards. You know, he looks right. like he should be the greatest of all time. But – Brady's the greatest winner, and that makes him the greatest of all time. He's got the, the accolades to prove it. And even if Mahomes can get two-thirds of the accolades Brady has, but Mahomes has 
the like the the tangibles of being the kind of quarterback he is you know he has the Aaron Rodgers skill set with the Tom Brady maybe half of Tom Brady's rings you could make a valid argument like we do with LeBron and MJ but a lot of people still believe MJ's the go and most common people still think MJ's the go unless LeBron can somehow match him in titles so I think yeah that's the only way he's got a chance yeah I mean if he can get five there's more of an argument there for sure but six will pretty much be yeah and then once again it's just so hard it's so hard to even get to get to six Super Bowls you know I mean, what is it? Uh, Jim Montana and them, and there's someone else who has four rings. They only made four Super Bowls and got four rings. Like Tom Brady's unprecedented that he's made ten Super Bowls. Bradshaw's got four. I know that. Yeah, Bradshaw's who yeah. I was thinking of. Yeah. yeah, it's just honestly, honestly crazy. But yeah, it's so hard, and to do it, it just you know solidifies yourself as the best of all time. I mean, you just look at what he's done. I don't think uh, ever like this is one. It's kind of like Richard Petty in NASCAR. You're not going to see anyone else ever be able to do this ever again. Yeah, it's it's also similar to Jack and Tiger. No one yeah. will ever get the majors that they've gotten. No. Nobody. Uh, I mean, it's for similar reasons, though. The competition has gotten better in all sports since the years have gone on. And, uh, like, Tom Brady, you know, he... He took advantage of it while he could, and I mean, Tiger's a little different since Tiger's played in multiple different eras, mm-hmm. you know, and I mean, Tom, Tom Brady's played in a bunch of eras too. Yeah, he has, but, but, but I yeah. don't know. It's it's different when it's like a one one person game mm-hmm. compared to a team game. I don't know, but something along those lines. The one thing I will say is, uh, Tom Brady did have a good team he went to, but this wasn't a stacked Super Bowl team. No, this was. The only reason this team won and was able to do what they did was because of Tom Brady. He brought mm-hmm. a winning culture to this team, and that's why they made it. I mean, he's a winner. He knows how to win. He knew the plan to win, and he made sure it happened with the Buccaneers, and that's why they were able to win. I mean, Yeah, I mean, I've been saying for a long time. I thought the Tampa, I mean, for the last couple of years with Jameis Winston in that era, mm-hmm. I thought Tampa Bay had a really good team. Like, I thought their roster-wise was good. They had a young, up-and-coming defense, mm-hmm. stud receivers. They were just kind of a, a decent O-line and a quarterback away from having a winning mentality and, you know, fighting for uh, division titles or something like that. I totally thought they had the, the guts to do it. They just needed the winning mentality. They just didn't have that. You know, they were getting the 30-30 and 30 touchdown-interception ratios of Jameis Winston, yeah. and you were going, you know, 6-10, and 7-9 and nine most seasons. So you get a guy like Tom Brady who's – I don't even, has he even had a, he's had maybe one losing season ever if not zero well, I mean he yeah. bring he brings that mentality with him that's that's part exactly. of that's part of the purchase it's like a perk mm-hmm. it's like you know I come to Lander and the perks are I get to do stuff like this yeah it's like hiring a big time CEO to like head your small business mm-hmm. you know like you're gonna get successful no matter what because you hired this one guy exactly and it's gonna be like the same time period like they went from zero to hero in a year. And that that would be the same premise with that. You know what was crazy to me is I read the other day there was only two teams that called about yeah. Tom Brady. It was only the Chargers and the Buccaneers. Yeah. That was it. Like you're telling me you don't want the greatest quarterback of all time on they, your team? They thought he was washed. It's kind of like you know, only like the Wizards wanted Michael Jordan, but you know I don't know how many people offered Michael Jordan a contract when he was coming out of retirement. But I mean, he won won a Super Bowl like two years. He won two, two years, years ago. ago. It just yeah. like, why the way would I ever think he's lost. The way he went out in 2020 was just kind of kind of sucky. No, I mean it's a little daunting too. It's like, like what what am I gonna have to do to get the best person ever on my team here? And like, do we have the resources to do it? Blah 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 blah. 
and like I mean, didn't he just left? Like he got they did. Uh, Tampa Bay didn't have to pay anything for him, did they? They, they, had, to, they had to sign a contract, but yeah, they, but like he was they a free didn't agent. Have to give, yeah, 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 they no, didn't have to give up anything. He was a free agent. So. In that case, I would have expected 31 teams to go out there and get him. Yeah, his but. contract was a two-year, 50 million deer, 50 million <laughs> deal, 25 million a year, which is you know actually in this time and age, it's pretty cheap for a for a quarterback. It's super cheap for a Super Bowl winning quarterback. Yeah, a six-time winner. I think most of his uh, it was been his most of his contract was built off incentives. Like I think he got like just for this playoffs alone, he got an extra like two two million or something. I heard the incentives he made. Uh, like totaled out like for his salary and everything uh-huh like was like 28.3 million yeah like I, everything he got from what he did this year was like an extra 13 million or something i, I believe it i mean i don't know the, i can't remember the exact stuff but i know i know he had like a 1.5 million bonus just for like making the super bowl and like another million for winning it or something mm-hmm. like it was built on incentives and i mean 25 million dollars for two years he's going to play this year I mean, they got him for cheap. And the, the fact that only two teams, I mean, the Chargers kind of surprised me as one of the ones. I mean, I, I still do not understand why the Colts have not been going after solid quarterbacks. I'm telling you. I don't get it. It's in effect. Andrew, Andrew Luck, Luck is, is not coming com- back. Andrew Luck's not coming the back. The Colts have been really quiet about going after quarterbacks. And I think they know who's coming to them. If, <sighs> I don't bold, even. Bold prediction number one Andrew Luck's coming back. I don't know what I it would do if Andrew Luck now's came back. the time. I'd say like now I'd eat my time. shoe or something if if Andrew Luck came back. But all was, you have to do is look at Gronk. What about Gronk? What how he came out of retirement? He came out of retirement. Did you yeah, see? But that was totally different circumstances. Gronk wasn't getting just smoked like Andrew Luck was. Gronk wanted to go do his little party scene. Gronk for has a, year. a tougher job of getting hit than freaking Andrew Luck does. Gronk barely Gronk has to played. Go up against. He played a bunch. In the Super Bowl, he got two touchdowns, but like he didn't play much during the season. I know, but he still has to go up and block people and stuff and, and yeah, but collide. Most people aren't headhunting for tight ends. People headhunt for yeah, quarterbacks. I'm just saying, he's still young. Now's a good time to go for the Colts because they're a good team, and it's so hard to leave a sport that you absolutely love. I mean, tell me, how hard would it be to, to quit something you love and not want to come back to it and then play at the best level if you felt like you could? <sighs> Tiger Woods couldn't keep out of golf. He has no he had no reason to come back to golf. But he loves the game so much that he came back and look what happened. I mean, I understand the thought process of Andrew Luck coming back. I just don't think he's going to do it. He quit, you know, I mean it kinda sucked the way he got it got all announced and stuff. It was like during the preseason game or whatever. Yeah. But the way he left, he left because he wanted to is obviously his neck is he had huge neck issues. He was not healthy, he wanted to spend time with his family, whatever. Time to heal, spend time with family. Yeah, well, he's yeah but one. it's like it's like if it happens again. It's then like, you can quit. It's like if Tiger Woods, he's still getting surgeries and playing golf. I mean, that's the thing. You take the risk because you love the game. Golf is such a less physically demanding sport. Than I get football. that, but if he gets one more injury, then he can call it quits. Chris, I'll entertain this when you get me like a source. I want to see I'm something. Just saying, <laughs> it's just theoretical nonsense. <laughs> it's not. It's legit. I mean, he could honestly come back to the game. This, you're, you're throwing crap at the wall, seeing what sticks. Oh my gosh! You know, Andrew Luck. <laughs> what makes you think he wouldn't want to come back? Because he retired. So and he's he's, people he's can retire it. and come back. It's Michael Jordan retired from basketball and came back two years later. It's true, but I mean, it it, it doesn't it matter could if happen, you retire. But I think Andrew Luck's got a decent enough head on his shoulders that it's not. If he up. comes back, he's not going to have one on his shoulders because he'll get knocked off. Ding ding. By JJ Watt. Oh my who gosh! Has to play twice. You're either. telling me that Philip Rivers can play a whole season on Indianapolis Colts? And he didn't get murdered like Andrew Luck got. I mean, Philip Rivers is old as crap, and he's probably hanging on by a thread. 
You're telling me Andrew Luck isn't tougher than Philip Rivers? He is, but he also has a much more sensitive neck than Andrew, than Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers tore his ACL. I mean, all it that's takes not is in one, your neck. I know, but that's all it takes is one hit to re-injure that, and you're screwed. Fair enough. Fair you enough. can't walk. I think. I mean, look. I think it could happen. It's just not going to. Oh and if it gosh. if it does happen, you can slap me during the show live on the face. Oh my. Okay. I, I, deal, right. dude. Y'all, y'all. Y'all. I'm not doing that <laughs> shit. I didn't say anything. Look, Andrew Luck. No. I, look, I mean, look, you want to shake on it right now, Chris? Reach your hand over. Look, we'll shake on this. Yep. Shake shake. On you, you can slap me in the face live show whenever this happens. Oh, when, my uh, God. Okay, are we saying just this season or, like, like any time? Within the next Within year our or two. college career? Yeah. yeah. Okay, we'll while we're still that. doing this show. Yeah. I mean, that's only two and a half years, which is, it it's seems two, long, but it's, it's two, not going to be. It's two more NFL seasons yeah. worth of will he come back. I mean, where do they draft? Where, where's the Colts? Are they going after a quarterback in the draft, or are they going to get a free agent guy? I don't. I mean, they got to get someone they're here, unless I, they're going to start Jacoby Brissett again. Is what I'm hearing. I have Indy on my QB market thing over here, but you but know, we'll get to your earlier. QB markets then. That was earlier. They haven't said nothing here recently. Yeah, yeah. unless they're trying to get Wentz or start Jacoby Brissett again for the second time in three years. I don't know what they're doing. I heard that was it. Ursay is the owner, Jim Ursay or something like uh, that. General manager. I don't know something like that. Is probably calling Andrew Luck every single day. Oh my god! Yeah, to ask, hey man, how's it going? We miss yeah. you. Yeah. Well, you, can you come back and play for us? <laughs> We're getting desperate. All right, look, let's get back. We have run out of time, so let's get back to you know the Super Bowl, which happened. If we forgot, um, winners and losers, our last topic, and then we'll get into our quarterback stuff. You know, at the end of the show, Liam's desperate wanting to get his little his little graphic, his little little drawings over there with his quarterback. Bubble. Leave me be. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Liam, we'll start with you. Give me a winner or a loser of the Super Bowl. Winner. Streaker in the fourth quarter. Ooh, $374,000 going to his bank account. He had to spend a few hours in jail. Worth it, I say. Is there I not say. like an illegal like tampering thing like where he caused his own bet to become true? Is that I not think... like illegal? Las what Vegas happened? is built different. Yeah. So. I know Las Be- Vegas is like built on people doing illegal stuff, but like, isn't there like a clause you can't cause your own bet to come Maybe true? Maybe it was just a loophole because he probably just had somebody else put the bet. I mean, you could do that too. I mean, that is true. That. You could have yeah. your best friend do the bet. But then you know, if someone discovers your best friends, I, I don't. Well, I don't know how the legal issues. Him, I, yeah, if, I mean, if the, if the guy that street got transferred his bank account at about you know one point five or like two hundred thousand dollars off the bat, people are going to be a little suspicious about. Yeah. Oh, how did you get that? Did they just were they generous? I don't know. Yeah. But uh, no, yeah. I mean, if he got the money, huge dub, huge dub for that man. Loser, Andy Reid didn't get to eat that cheeseburger. Oh, he still ate the cheeseburger. Yeah, he but it wasn't. It didn't. It didn't. It didn't. He ate a sad hotel good. cheeseburger. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't savory from like the hotel last little years. little grills you get. That's yeah. what he got. Hey, Andy Reid got his Super Bowl last year. The one he just he just needed one. I mean, he had some heartbreaks earlier. He just needed the one. Chris, let me see. What's your winners and losers? Uh, oof. well, let's see. The guy got to put a seventh ring on his finger. I think that's quite the win. Also. Oh, major winner, Antonio Brown, who was told, you'll probably never win a Super Bowl, and he has a new a ring now. Yeah, that that was kind of wild. Yeah. Cole, Cole made that point to us yeah. after the game, and I was like, dang, he did he did do that. And he I got, was a, like, he wow. got a ring, and um, I guess Bruce Arians is another winner. He got his first ring, and uh, he seemed pretty happy about it. First and ring, is a, he, got, he, has, he has two already. First ring as a head coach. He got two well, yeah. with the Steelers, I think. Coach. Yeah, because yeah. he he didn't get one with the uh, Cardinals. Um, mm-hmm. He wasn't he wasn't the coach when Warner was there, was he? No, that was no. Uh, Wiss and Hunt. Ken he Wiss was with Hunt. he was he was on the staff for the 
the Steelers, I think, when they won their two Super Bowls in the early 2000s. Is that right? Beats me with a stick. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure about Bruce Arians' history. I think that's um, where. I think it was with the, he was like a defensive coordinator. But or yeah, something. his first one where he was in charge. Yeah. Um, well, kind of with Tom Brady. But uh, yeah. Those, those are the winners. I mean, you could say Patrick Mahomes for motivation. Yeah. I mean, you know. You got a loser? Yeah, you can. Oh, a loser? <laughs> Ooh. Um, who really lost in the Super Bowl? I mean, he lost, but at the end of the day, it's going to push him to be better. I understand that, but... Le'Veon Bell thought he would get a <laughs> ring for once. One of that easy ring. Yeah, did not. I guess he's At least he got to play in the Super Bowl. He didn't even play, though. He didn't even yeah. play. I don't yeah. know, was he inactive or was he on the sidelines? I don't know. I think he was inactive. They had that West fellow. He he ran a little bit. Charkandrick West, I he's think. He's still on the team? Dude, I remember that dude. Maybe, maybe, There's maybe no not. way he's still on the team. Char- I know West. for sure his That's a name, name came dude, up he was on that during team the broadcast. Like five years ago. I know. I had I had some football cards. No way. I want to say I had him on my fantasy team at some point because you put any Chiefs. I haven't. Yeah, they had a stretch there. They had like, uh, what was that one guy I had? I don't remember his name. Damian Williams, Jamal Charles. uh, Yeah, there's no Sharkandrick West. I don't know why his name came up during the the broadcast. They could have been talking about an old. He hasn't been. He hasn't been in the league since 2018. I'm sorry. (laughs) I am. I am stupid. I was like, no, you're not. That's what I was doing. Okay, Damian Williams was probably the guy I was thinking of. Him or this Darwin Thompson fellow, 34, seems oddly familiar for I some reason. I thought Pringle was pretty cool. That, Never that's seen a, him before. That's, that's wide receiver, though. I know. I was just saying. His was, name's Byron. Names. Mm. Byron Pringle? Yeah. Pringle. Anyway, my um, I'll do my winner. My winner has to be Buccaneers GM Jason Litt. Jason Light, or however you say his last name. I mean, you build, we talked about this a little bit earlier, you build this roster to win the Super Bowl. I mean, you couldn't have built a better roster for what they did. I mean, you acquire Tom Brady in the offseason. You get the playmakers, like, I mean, playmakers is a loose term for how they did, but, you know, you get Leonard Fournette on your roster. You get LaShawn McCoy on your roster. You get Gronk, Antonio Brown. You draft these stud defensive players in the last two years, and Devin White, Antonio Winfield, Mike Edwards, and, you know, you get Tristan Wirfs in the draft who was starting for him. I mean, this I mean, this guy built a championship team, and like that's why he got the Super Bowl. He got his ring after a lot of really crappy seasons with, with Jameis Winston. Crazy, so. here's, a, here's a crazy stat for you. Mm-hmm. LaShawn, Shady, McCoy, two Super Bowl rings, zero snaps played in the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. Love it. Chiefs, yeah, Chiefs last year and then Buccaneers this year. I mean, that's just, you can't, it's pretty lucky. I mean, he, he's good at, he was good back in his heyday, but still. You know. So whatever team he goes to this year, we got to pick them for the Super Bowl. Is that what we're, we're saying? I wouldn't be against it. Yep. And then uh, I'll do my other winner. It's the, uh, the the white jersey law. It stays into effect. Y'all know this one, the white jersey rule with the NFL. Mm-mm. Since, uh, let's see, what's the stat? This year, it'll make this what? I also have a stat after your stat. Okay, this will make it now, I think, because obviously the Bucks won white jersey. White jersey. Since 2004, if you wear the white jersey, you are 14-3 and three in the Super Bowl. Jiminy Crickets. The only three teams to win with a colored jersey were the Packers in 2010, the Eagles in 2017, and then the Chiefs last year. Every wow. other team, the white since 20, 2004, the white jersey has won. That's kind of wild. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, what was your stat, Chris? My stat was, I saw it today, actually. I think it was like the last eight or nine, I don't know, seven, eight, or nine Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. Maybe more. Every team that wins the coin toss loses I did the, hear that. the Super Bowl. Every team that's won. The like the last like nine seasons. Yeah. yeah. That's mind-boggling. Yep. It's crazy. Every single team. Whether it was Tom Brady or not. How does odds. that, like, what are the what are the odds of that? I mean, I guess it's, 
Well, I don't even know how you would do that, but I don't. Uh, what are the odds? I don't know. Fifty percent <laughs> times nine, but no, that wouldn't even be it because then you have the odds of I don't even know. We were, we were talking. We were talking about a game we play. What are the odds? <laughs> but yeah. Oh, we played what are the odds in high school? Oh, Is that yeah. the one where you say, oh, what are the odds you'll lick that yeah. pole? It's like one out of ten. All right, one, yeah. two, three, four, t- five. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's we, exactly we, it. We played that game. We haven't played in a while. No, yeah, it kind of went out of style after Matt keeps opting out of doing his. So yeah, you have to you have to do the you have to do the dare for it to be fun. Right, you know? exactly. Matt, yeah. And you Matt can't say like, it. oh, what are the odds you'll you know go get that girl's number? And he's like, oh, one out of ten thousand. It's like, well, it's not fun if you say that. Right. You got to yeah. say like, you know, keep it under maybe twenty. Yeah. Make it make it fun. Matt's like zero for three on his last three. And what have you been? What have him. you been daring him to do? Uh, so the last one I remember, we went to like McDonald's, <laughs> and it was him. Like we were sitting in the drive-through, and he's like, "Hey guys, what are the odds I go like?" Uh, oh yeah, bring the flag all the way up to the top, and I got him. And yeah. I was like, "All right, go do it." And he's like, "Nah, dude, I think I'm nervous about this girl. She's walking up. I don't know if she's gonna get on to me." I'm like, "Matt, then why did you do? Then it? Why'd you ask? It? You got you got to be confident to do it before exactly. you." Exactly. Anyway. Um, we'll go into another quick break when we get back. We got a lot of quarterback news to talk about, and uh, we'll get into Liam's little little chart, little little quarterback. What did you call it? Your uh, it's my quarterback map. Quarterback map. Yes, excited to look at this. I think and, I see uh, Andrew Luck on that list somewhere. Mm-hmm. I did not. Quite. I saw Indy, but I did not see Andrew Luck on that list. <laughs> yes. Um, but we'll get into a quick break, and we'll be back on that. Plus news on you know Carson Wentz, Dak, and Russell Wilson. Some of their talk recently. But anyway, guys, if you're not following us on social media, please do so. We're on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at OffTheBenchXLR. Just look us up on there. Type in at OffTheBenchXLR. Look for the green, gray, white logo, and you got stats, announcements, uh, video clips from the show, and uh, game picks, which is sadly over. But we'll have game picks back in uh, September when games start again. But uh, just check us out there and see all the fun stuff in our social media feed. Interact with us, comment, ask us questions, do whatever you want. We'll maybe even feature you on the show if you leave us something funny. So just be sure to do that. Again, that is at OffTheBenchXLR, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Guys, listen to this next song, and we will be right back talking some quarterback stuff. And we are back here on Off the Bench. My name is Hayden Joyner, as always, joined with Liam Worley, Chris Fortenberry. Guys, since we're just done, uh, we just finished our Super Bowl talk, and so we are officially into our NFL offseason portion of the show for the season. So uh, super exciting there, as my, my chair creaks very loudly. Um, first talk, really, is, you know, we have this, just like last year, quarterback carousel is going to happen. We got a bunch of quarterbacks. I mean, last year it was a free agency, free agency issue. This year, it seems like everybody's really mad that their offensive line sucks and they want to leave their team. So who better to start off with than Carson Wentz of the Philadelphia Eagles, who got benched partial the way through the season for uh, rookie phenom Jalen Hurts Mm -hmm. out of uh, Alabama and Oklahoma. Um, He's now being, I mean, we kind of all speculated that he'd get (laughs) traded. Um, It's now been stated, I think it was Adam Scheffner stated this before the Super Bowl, I think on Saturday, that he's expected to be traded within the coming days, they said, but that was on Saturday. It's now Wednesday, and nothing's happened yet. But it certainly seems imminent. You know, the Eagles are wanting to go on to kind of a rebuild direction. Carson Wentz was pretty poor this past season, if I do say so myself. Put up Very. about the same. When I mean, you put up about the same turnover stats as uh, Jameis Winston last year, you're gonna you're not gonna be able to stick around on your team a little bit longer. So he'll if he gets traded, it will now mean. Only one quarterback from the 2016 draft class has not been traded or cut or released in some form, which is, of course, the almighty Dak Prescott. 
the last one left from his draft class. That's if Carson Wentz is traded, which most likely he will. Where are we thinking he's going? What do you think his worth is at this point? Because uh, I don't know how much he's – I don't think he's worth much more than a, maybe an a empty Cheeto bag and some lint. So so uh, we, we were talking about that tanking thing yes. that the Eagles did in their last game of the season. Yes. So if they're tanking, which it looks like they seem to do, it's, it's kind of throwing me for a loop of why they fired Doug Peterson still. But uh, uh, Wentz, Wentz needs to go regardless of the situation. And Yeah, I don't really think they tanked that last game. I mean, It's the argument, like, did they throw that game on purpose or whatever? I don't think so. I mean, if you look at not, the quarterbacks that he had, or was it just Jalen Hurts that was playing? He was doing, wasn't doing good at all. Or was Jalen – who did he pull? I don't remember. He put in Nate Sudfeld, right? Yeah, they put in, Nick, yeah, they put yeah. in Nate Sudfeld. Yeah, Jalen Hurts wasn't going to win you that – ball game you had to put in something he had, a be- he had a better chance of winning it than Nate Sudfield did well I mean look Toe at the toe. stats that um Jalen Hurts is putting up it was trash dude Nate, I looked out Nate Sudfield that was the first time I'd ever heard of that fellow's uh I'd heard him a few times no, he's played a couple times I'd, he- I'd heard him a, f- a few times because obviously uh, Jalen Hurts play him twice is, the, is the furthest thing from a stud quarterback I mean he's okay but even in college he was like suspect and never have I thought Jalen Hurts is anything tremendous. I mean, he's he's okay, but I mean Herbert now, Justin Herbert, that's a good quarterback. That's yeah. a guy I can say, okay, he's an NFL talent. Yeah, Joe little. Burrow is similar uh, to that, but no, I think Doug Peterson made the right call. Mm-hmm. You got to. Uh, he wanted Nate Sudfeld to get playing time. He wanted to throw in something different to that defense, and I think he did the. I think he did the right thing. Um, I mean, regardless of what happened in that game, it's now you it's know, over with. It's yeah. over with, and Carson Wentz is going to be gone. I mean, that right. game I think really pushed the bubble for like what Peterson and Carson Wentz were going through, and now it looks like each of those guys are. are Peterson's already out of there. I think they already hired a new head coach, but Wentz is looking like he's about to be out the door soon. So, you know, know. is he going to take Andrew Luck's spot on the Colts? I don't know. I think I don't know. Carson Wentz. The only reason he wants to leave Philly is because he knows Philly knows he's not a great quarterback. Yeah. I, well, so I got my I got my little list over here of all these all these places that need quarterbacks, and mm-hmm. you know, they'll they'll either stick or uh, with what they got for another year, and probably five or six of them are going to get decent quarterbacks that could start uh, out of the draft. But uh, the most likely landing destinations I got, I would say, are Indy and San Fran if they do anything with Jimmy G, and uh, Chicago if they do anything with Trubisky. I think I think Chicago is definitely a fun landing spot, or well, not fun, but I think it's a popular one. I don't. Th- I think they're going to get rid of uh, get rid of Trubisky. I heard a, there was a rumor. I actually heard it was it was one of like a Philly writer. They said that that Chicago's looking to trade, like they're looking really hard into trading for Carson Wentz, mm-hmm. and what they would give up would be I think I think it was a first rounder, a second rounder, and Nick Foles. So the Nick Foles would get traded back to Philly for the guy who won the Super Bowl over Carson Wentz. Yeah. Come on, I mean Carson. Let me Wentz, let me pull it up. I know I saw this. Let me let me see if I can pull up the exact. He uh, is not worth it. He's injury prone for one, and when he is healthy, he's had one decent season. Yeah, I mean, see that. See, look, as a Cowboys fan, it's hurt me because everyone makes like, oh, Carson Wentz in twenty seventeen was an MVP caliber quarterback. He's better than everybody. He's phenomenal, and I I've known deep down a ton of times he's not that good. I've seen him play twice a year, and even more so. 
you know, because I'll turn on an Eagles game just to hope they lose, and I see how bad Wentz plays. He's not that great. He yeah. had one good season. I mean, heck, Jared Goff and Garoppolo have had one good season. It's mm-hmm. not that hard to do. It doesn't mean you're a phenomenal quarterback if you can have one great season. Yeah, it does you have mean to do it consistently, and he yeah. hasn't done it consistently. Nope. Where is I'm trying to find this Bears thing, and apparently, let's see, da 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 da. The Bears, yeah, first round, a third, a, th- a first rounder in 2022, a 2021 third rounder, and Nick Foles is what they were, uh, is what like was rumored to be offered to, for Carson Wentz. That would be like the biggest loss of a trade <laughs> I've ever heard. The, the Bears must have like, they must have had you know some kind of not insight but you know faith in Wentz. I don't know. Uh, like, what are you doing for there? I mean, no. Foles came from there. I, I don't know if that's got anything to do with this, but. I don't know. I have zero faith in, in Nick, uh, not Nick Foles. In Carson have, Wentz. Yeah, Carson Wentz. I mean, you're looking at a injury-prone Mitchell Trubisky is what you're getting on your team. Which is what they already have. They already have a Mitchell Trubisky and the better quarterback, Nick Foles. Yeah. I mean, look, the Bears The Bears are going to probably get, uh, well, I think Deshaun's going to go to the Jets. And the Bears, I don't know if the Bears are even going to get a quarterback. I don't think they are. I think they're going to end up trying to draft a really bad one. They're bad, they'll probably get, like, Mac Jones or someone. But... They'll try to draft someone, or they'll just say, you know, screw it, we'll have a Nick Foles-Trubisky uh, competition again for another year until we can either tank really bad or prove that one of them is really good. I don't know what their issue is. Yeah. I don't know who, what's going to happen. I know they're probably going to lose Allen Robinson. Oh, I mean, if I was Allen Robinson, I'd abandon ship. Yeah, I'd so. go to Miami or somewhere that's actually going to be worth something. Yeah, Jacksonville so. homecoming. Yeah, I would love that. Yeah, get him back in Jacksonville. Bring him back. Yeah. He's going to have Trevor Lawrence throwing it's down. A, it's a pretty appealing spot. Phil- yeah. Philadelphia even, you know, even if uh, this quarterback thing doesn't go on. But he would be the best receiver there in Philly you by could, head and shoulders. Yeah, I mean, Philly's need to move on from the receivers. I mean, uh, who was it? Alshon Jeffrey, they need to get rid of. Deshaun Jackson, get old, rid of him. Too old. Old. Um, Jalen Rager. Jalen Rager should have drafted Jeff, Justin Jefferson. Should have drafted move. anyone. They got Emmanuel Sanders, and then they traded him off to uh, New, New, Orleans. New Orleans halfway through the season, and yeah. he's not really done anything. If you want your career to die, go to Philly. And not gonna really have a, you're not going to have a decent quarterback to get thrown the ball to or to have the ball thrown to you by. So, not looking much. But. Nope. And then, you know, the, the NFC East is just, just getting better. I mean, if Dak gets signed, I mean, the football team just signed Tyler Henneke to a two-year deal worth like $8 million. Which So, I, I, stud quarterback there in Washington. Oh my I God. called him Saint-like. He played one Saint, game. Saint-like. One game. Saint-like, Saint-like that Tyler Henneke But he played is. a phenomenal game against Tom Brady and the Bucks defense yeah. and put up more points than Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs could put yeah, up against that exactly. defense. Exactly. They have film to watch Patrick Mahomes. You have no film on Taylor Henneke. Zero. What That's why he's such a versatile for? weapon. No, he has no. one game of film, so you can't prepare for him. <laughs> if he beats Dallas, I won't even be mad. It's the next goat. He's not. Ain't he's that right, Liam? I'm, I, dude. I don't know what's going on about him, but there's something. There's he's a, got. He's got. There's this, an essence. He's to got him. this aura. How good his defense was. He's got this aura, and it just makes me love him. No, <laughs> dude. Chase Young's on his bandwagon. That means you should this reminds, be too. This reminds me no, of Chase is wrong about that. The one. Tyler Haneke thing reminds me of the Gardner Minshew stuff from last year. It's the exact same Honestly. stuff. It's, Gardner is terrible. He's, t- but he he's was a goat for like buns. four weeks. He dude, was a goat. the only reason he was a goat was because of his hair, his flow, and his. Yeah. Stash. No, that it was, was it. And he was playing crappy teams. He played yeah. like a Jets in the stretch. Yeah. Either way. Throwing 10 yard passes, everyone's like, yes. I'm for it. I'm for him. Let's go. I hope he's the starter. Alex Smith isn't coming back. I don't think they're going to in a position to really draft anybody. I hope he's the starter. He's a cheap, he's a cheap, uh, you know, quarterback. He's I'm, eight I'm, million for two years. Yeah, when I'm they game. start one and six. He's making yeah, more money than great. Cam Newton. No, it's more, he'd do better than Dwayne Haskins. He's making <laughs> eight times the money that uh, Cam Newton's making. Dwayne didn't fit in with Washington. 
Maybe maybe they'll they'll get. I mean, I, Washington's there's some rumors that you know there'll be a Cam Newton Ron Rivera reunion there in Washington. Let's hope not. I don't. I mean, I'd hope so as a Dallas fan because Newton's washed at this point. New, Newton is one of those quarterbacks that actually Newton at this point. point. <laughs> yeah, little yeah. Fig Newton. Little 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 prune bar. <laughs> <laughs> I've never oh heard gosh. prune bar. That's what a fig Newton is. I know that's like, what it is, but I've never heard it like prune called shoved like, in a bunch of is. breading or whatever. Prunes aren't that bad. They're not. They're not that. They're a little dry, but you know they they got a little substance to them. Yeah, they yeah. got a little bit. Yeah, those like uh, those like those Nutrigrain bars with like the the gooey like strawberry in the middle. That's what they are. They're just you know prune Nutrigrain. What bars. are the bars that I know everyone's had it at some point in their life, but you open the pack. And as soon as you touch it, it just crumbles everywhere. That's those little little rectangle yes. things. Yeah. Are those uh those Nature Valley? That's Nature Valley. Yeah. Like they just little, crumble uh, into pieces. You're like, well, I can eat I can eat these cr- uh, crumbles. I don't know that's, why. That's I remember why you put them in yogurt. We would always eat those at like Sunday school, like lunches or snacks yeah. or something. I always remember eating those stupid little Nutrigrain <laughs> bars, and they tasted like sandpaper. Yeah. It's what the health nuts eat. But <laughs> but anyway, uh, Fig Newton prune bar and cam over there i don't know what i think i don't know what he's gonna do is is he on your little sheet no uh, no i don't have a i have on there i have the big quarterbacks but i just have a bunch of destinations that need quarterbacks Uh, where do you uh, oh he put the giants on there really you don't have anything and and, uh, well them in chicago i was a little sketch about and then i just put denver over here Mm -hmm. because i don't want to new york take up my beautiful new york's gonna give daniel jones one more year he's gonna get one more year to fix he has a big fumbling issue he doesn't hold on to the ball. He gets sacked a lot, but he does show some some signs of like he does glimpse a little bit. He has some good. Potential. He ran faster than Tyree Kill. And yes. what the combine? No, 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 no. on a play. His top, oh, oh, his oh, top yeah, speed yeah, yeah. was higher than yeah, he ran on Tyree Kill. On the play he tripped on yeah. when yeah. Uh, thir- was it Thursday or Monday night, whatever. Yeah, yeah. was yeah. that no, against the Eagles? Yeah, that was against the Eagles. Yeah. He went like twenty four point oh nine, and Tyree Kill's fastest speed this year was like twenty three point seven. To be fair, he was in open field, and there's nobody around him. I think Tyreek would get to a faster speed. If yeah, I mean, if they were in a him. if they were in a drag drag race, they're in a drag race down a hundred yard line you know oh yeah Tyree no. cheetahs winning that but and throwing the deuces <laughs> yeah and throwing the deuces um switching over um to another quarterback that is in the news now and it's kind of an odd news because it's not i mean it's yeah yeah the dak prescott quarterback controversy but he's in the news now because the dallas cowboys released like a three minute long hype or postseason hype video one i don't know why we're hyping up anything from this past season but it, you do what you gotta do and Dak Prescott was not included in it. And this seems mundane. I know it does, but there comes to a point, why was he left out of the hype video? I know he only played five games or four and a half, but he's arguably your, he's even, your, team, he's, leader. He's your team leader. Why was he left out of the hype video? Mm. Do we have an answer for this one? Uh, maybe there's some uh, stuff we don't know behind the scenes. Some, it's not yeah, looking some, great for Dak to get Some re-signed. Campbell's beef soup going on Now, uh, the now of course, this is the Cowboys. This was obviously a huge news story. I think, like, like first take and stuff, we're talking about this. And they already went to the senior director of media and promotions and whatever, whatever the guy's name is, and he quoted, this was simply an oversight. Trust me, there's no story here. So it, it seems like they just they simply forgot him. There's no way you forget your, cor- your starting that's, quarterback. That's exactly – how do you forget to put i mean yes he you know he missed most of the season and i'm sure you know 75 percent of your tape doesn't include him but how do you not put anything in there with him in it yeah i think i think there's stuff we don't know and all i can say is what dak wants all jerry jones has to say or anybody has to say is what have you done to deserve 
the money that he wants. No one has anyone besides Mahomes done to deserve the money they get. Exactly. But I'm no saying, one, yeah. no they, one does that's it. That's the only argument you can make. I mean, Dak has to understand, in this, in my opinion, you have to win and be a winner to get paid. He's the third winningest quarterback since he was drafted. Yeah, but they, know, but he, they all I want can, you too can, much. Listen, I can have a guy go 16-0, and but if he loses in the first game of the playoffs, it means nothing to me. I'd still sign that kid. No, I mean, you have to win at the well, end I of the mean, day. I mean, at least that one, he, you know, he showed tremendous potential for 16 games compared to... Yeah, you I mean, know. I mean, yeah. Did you not, do you not sign Lamar Jackson for going fourteen and two and then losing Honestly, to the, the Titans? Lamar Jackson isn't somebody I'd want for a long term. Is that it? What does he do? That's, cl- that's, that's he's, okay, he's fast. He's Tyree Kill as a quarterback. Lamar post that Jack- on the, on yeah, but Lamar Jackson is an asset. People are going to come to the games to watch him. They're not going to come because oh, dude, look, he just throw, threw a ball to, to Tory. If Smith. I wanted to sell tickets, I would put Tim Tebow on my team because there's nobody who sells more tickets. That's a good than point. Tim Tebow. That's a very good point. If yeah. I wanted somebody to sell tickets, I would just have Tim Tebow as my quarterback. Well, Tim Tebow, bing on. He he ain't coming back like Andrew Luck. And uh, <laughs> well, all I'm saying is Lamar Jackson, and mark my words, unless he is gets better with accuracy, he's never winning. A Super Bowl, or even coming close. I think, I think, I think he's a star player. I mean, if we're, we're going on the Lamar tangent, but I think he's a star player. I think he's. I don't think he's. You know, he's not a Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers. He doesn't have the arm talent. He has to improve on that. And you know, maybe he could. Quarterback can improve. You know, you've seen like you know Josh Allen, Dak, a lot of these guys, the younger guys, they're improving year after year. He could improve in his arm. Plus, I mean, they only really have one receiver that's decent. That's Hollywood Brown, and he's not even the best guy in the world. Yeah. So they got to get him some help. Didn't as well. they win a playoff? They want to play a game this year, yeah. yeah. And then they they uh, they beat the Titans, and then they beat lost to the Bills. Um, Just saying, that's that's not not so bad. No, I mean, you he went fourteen and two and lost the first playoff game he played last year. Okay, and he has he's a, got a stud team. Like his I mean, Dak went thirteen so and three and lost his first playoff game, and then he comes back and wins one. Exactly. And Deshaun Watson did the same thing. So you got to win when it counts. Well, the only the only people that win when it counts is Mahomes and Brady. Like everyone else loses. Like, I mean they. Overall, I mean, you could make an argument for Russell Wilson has a Super Bowl at least. He's choked the last five years in the playoffs. Not really him. I mean, I'm a bring, a where is effort. this? I have it written down. I'm bringing it up. I'm bringing it up. He oh, me, oh, my, oh. It wasn't his decision to throw a pass on the goal line. It was okay, not Okay, I'll decision. give you that one. Where is the Seahawks? He could have two rings easily. Where is it? That's Pete Carroll's fault. Seahawks, Seahawks. Seahawks lose. Here it is. Their last five playoff appearances for the the Seahawks. Last year they lost to the Rams or no this year they lost to the Rams. Then they beat Philly only 17 to 9 and then got blown out in the divisional round. Then they lost to the Dallas then they lost to Dallas in 2018. In 2016 they only beat Detroit and then got blown out by Atlanta. And then in 2015 they lost or they beat Minnesota 10 to 9 only because Minnesota missed that chip shot field goal mm-hmm. cuz it was snowy and then they got blown out by Carolina later. So they beat the bad teams, and they get blown by the good teams. That's Russell saying, Wilson. He's got more than a lot of people have, which is a Super Bowl ring. I, I, that's fair enough. And he's been to two Super Bowls and should have two Super Bowl rings. Yeah. I, I would have given that ball to March on. Yeah, I mean, that's not his decision. Times. He was just told what – he just did what he was told. But, look, like, back to this – like, to the Dak thing, right? Back to the Dak, mm-hmm. Dak thing. Um, I don't think, like what you said, Chris, I don't think there's, like – deeper meaning behind this i mean i personally think it's just an oversight we I, never know i i personally i really think they literally just forgot it there's not no ex- way. i'm not excusing it but i think they're just stupid there's and no they way. forgot it and what that what it means is when they forget it it just shows you know how undes like what's what word did i put down um 
like like yeah, it's an oversight, but it's just like how forgettable he is for the Cowboys organization. Like people don't like they don't care about him for no reason. He should be cared about. Liam said he's the best player on the team. He's the probably the definition of a leader you want on your team. There's not anyone really better that's going to stand up for your organization than besides maybe Russell Wilson that you want like, you know, star player, says the right things. He's always he always talks good about the Cowboys. He's, exactly. He's not Deshaun Watson saying he hates the team and the owner and he wants to get out of abandoned ship. He's perfect, and the team. It's just an, like they said, it's an oversight. They forgot. It. You don't think you don't think the Chiefs are gonna forget to put Mahomes in their highlight reel. No. Mahomes could play one snap, and they'll still put like a picture of him rehabbing or something him and, him in and the Jake highlight from video. State Farm. Exactly. Yeah. They'll put Aaron Rodgers in a highlight video. If you he could throw thirty interceptions, he'll still be in the highlight video. You know, Russell Wilson will make the highlight video. That so just, why did Dak not make the highlight video? That shows me how invaluable to the team he is. Not invaluable, but how, like, I mean, what's the word? He's not necessary for their success. It just It's like, he's not invaluable. He's just, they don't value him. They don't think he's as good as he is. You t- Okay. He, he may not be invaluable if you can go get Deshaun Watson or, like, we'll probably talk about here in a few minutes, Russell Wilson or by the love of God, get Justin Fields or someone like that. But greater than Andy Dalton by leaps and bounds. Of course, I'm not saying keep Andy Dalton. I'm just saying you got to have a quarterback if you want to go places. You do. But you also need somebody who can win football games. And if Dak in the next two years doesn't do anything win-wise – He's not the answer. It's ob- he's, you've given him the That's talent. in a few years. Give him a contract, and then we see what he does. Yeah, but see, they're kicking him off now to when you don't have a plan as of right now instead of, you know, in those two or three years when you're talking about and he doesn't have any more playoff wins or whatever theoretical well, sign situation we're going major, to. Because um, he's done nothing to prove that he deserves a major contract. He's done his, He's done enough to prove he deserves one as much as Deshaun Watson yeah, does. And Deshaun Watson making thirty nine million. I'm not saying Deshaun Watson's correct for asking what he wants. I mean, he hasn't done much either. Well, no, I mean Deshaun already has a contract. He got paid thirty nine million. Yeah, a I'm year. not saying he deserved that. Yeah, none of them are correct for people. Getting well, no money. organizations can be stupid. Well, no that one's I mean, stupid. Granted, the Texans are the dumbest organization right. in football. But I mean, no one complained when he got that contract that he didn't deserve it. So why not give it back? They're the same player. Deshaun's uh, maybe five percent better and uh, has done nothing make, to prove he's better. You just better. don't want to make the same mistake somebody else made. Well, the, well, the thing about the Cowboys is they don't want to make the, they don't want to make the same mistake the Eagles and the Rams have made, and we've seen this offseason how it's you know hurting them. The Rams are taking a huge cap hit and dead dead cap just to ship and had to give up an extra first round pick just to get the Lions to accept Jared Goff because he's became that much of a dumpster fire for them. Carson Wentz, like we just talked about, he's going to get traded off. Dallas doesn't want to make that same mistake in paying your quarterback too early when he might not be the one hundred percent answer. Even yeah. though I think me and a lot of decent you know sports analysts and stuff they think that Dak is the answer. I know he's the answer. He's one of He's made it to the playoffs twice in four years. He's the third most wins of any quarterback since he was drafted behind only, you know, the GOAT, Tom Brady, and Russell Wilson. Well, yeah, well, everybody's expecting these giant things like how Patrick Mahomes is yeah, playing. Yeah, thank you. Not everyone's as electrifying as him. Not everyone has that much pure Which, talent as therefore, him. Therefore, you're not warranting the who, contract. Who are you going to go get? Who? That's a better option. No one else. No, listen, the, the thing is, football's not going to be – banished tomorrow okay football yes. is a thing that lasts no one okay? no one is going to get paid like him though if Dak and Deshaun are expecting to get paid they're not going to be in the NFL for another year because that's no. just you well that's so unrealistic Dak needs to come off his freaking money uh 
that he wants. I mean, you have to just say, listen, I've got to prove myself, and then I'll get my money. But he's a respectable guy. He's a respectable quarterback, though. He's worth some money. He's not worth, you know. Listen, I'd pay him 15 to 20. If money was given to people who are nice guys, then Tim Tebow would be the richest guy in the world. I mean, it's not about how nice you are. It's about how much you can win football games and what can you do. I mean, Tom Brady, he's not the nicest guy in the world, but my God, he goes in there and he wins. I mean, he warrants the money, and he doesn't even ask for the money. Okay, but look, if, if Dallas didn't sign Dak, if, Dak do, if, if we didn't sign Dak, what do you propose Dallas does to get a quarterback? Because at, at this point, you're starting Andy Dalton, who wasn't really that good for us this season, or you're getting someone in a trade who's probably going to end up costing equal or more to Dak, or you got to get an unsure pick in the draft. So, I'm, like, what I'm not saying don't sign Dak. I'm saying don't sign him to something huge that's – he, I don't think I don't think he's going to make more than Watson. Watson makes thirty nine million, and I think I mean I really think they're just comparable quarterbacks. But I think Dak's going to get somewhere, and you know maybe th- maybe he'll get like a million more than Deshaun. Maybe he'll get the forty, but I think maybe it's going to be around a thirty seven, thirty eight million dollar a year contract. I'm just saying that's a lot of money. It's the market, sadly. You can't you can't pay a decent quarterback like even like I mean. Like I'm trying to think, like where's your middle ground at quarterback? So you can't pay someone like like Matt Stafford. Like if he was gonna get a contract right now, and I don't know what his deal with with LA is right now, but you're not gonna pay him any less than probably thirty million as for a decent quarterback. Which is a joke. Cause... It's just the way the market is. I mean, the quarterbacks have been going up, and you're not gonna the minimum a quarterback's gonna take is I mean Tom Brady's taking twenty five million. That's probably the minimum a decent quarterback's gonna take. And yeah. if you're a high caliber guy who's arguably top five or six in the league like Dak is, you're gonna have to be paid around thirty seven, thirty eight million. And I don't know if the money's the issue for Dak because. Again, they hide a lot of things with these kind of deals, but what the deal was last offseason was he wanted a four-year contract, Dallas wanted a five, Dak wanted like a three or four to hit the CBA, uh, the new CBA and TV rights agreements in a couple years, to then, you know, the cap will go up at that point, and he's going to make even more money. He wants another shot at making more money, which, you know, all for it, you want to make as much money as you can. Whereas Dallas loves to spread out these five, six-year contracts to spread out the cap hit and kind of help build the team a little bit better. Yeah, I mean, I would sign him something small and... Uh, less money prove yourself i mean does he really need all this money i mean, I mean no one needs no all this he money. doesn't but it's like what we were talking about a few episodes ago the same thing's gonna happen with new orleans when they have to do all this stuff and try to maintain Lattimore and thomas and camara well, and all these blokes right. i mean maybe they don't need to maintain it maybe they won't i mean saints have gotten to the point where they had Kamara, they had Thomas, they had Drew Brees, they had all these guys. They didn't win. Maybe it's not the answer. Okay, it's rebuild. It's a cycle. The same thing okay. going to rebuild. I mean, every team that if, or the NFC South gotta, has made a Super Bowl you sooner than you they have. Do. And if those guys didn't didn't make the cut and didn't help you win, then it's a cycle. You got to get rid of them, get your money, get everything right. And you come back a couple years and you'll be fine. It's, I don't know. I don't know. All right. I mean, that, that, we're going to be on the story forever. We have until March 7th for them to make a deal, and then if they don't get a deal on March 7th, they'll franchise tag him and continue a deal into the offseason. Either way, he's staying in Dallas this year no matter how much he's getting paid. Yeah, I don't see him leaving. He's not leaving. It just it comes down to how much. crazy happening. I just want to wake up one morning with a notification on my timeline that he got a deal. It could be for $47 billion a year. I don't care. Just get it over with. I'm tired of talking about it and defending Dak. I just want him to come back, win comeback player of the year next year, win MVP, let's win a Super Bowl, or make at least a championship game for once in our life. And we'll be happy. I'll be happy, Camper. I'll, Dak's worth it if he can make us an NFC championship. You have game. the team for it. Yeah, we have a good. But just so he's got to prove himself. It's now. easier said than done. But you know, just draft Patrick Sertan or somebody in the draft that's decent, and our team will and our defense will be fine. We got we got uh, uh, what's his name, Bob Quinn. 
Bob Quinn? Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn. It's, yeah, three-letter yeah. first name. We got Dan Quinn, who was pretty good as a defensive coordinator before for the Seahawks and stuff. Led the Legion of Boom. Fine with that hire. He'll get us right. We'll, even if it's not a spectacular defense, like I said this year, as long as we have a decent or somewhat bad defense, as long as, as long as it's not historically awful, we'll win games. We can allow 25 points a game and still win. We get Build the, the road defense, so you'll be fine, and they can get better as the season goes on. Exactly. It happens. We, we got better as this season went on, right. even though Mike Nolan's the worst defensive coordinator we could have hired because he led like the 31st-ranked Falcons defense for like three straight years or something back in the early 2010s. Mm-hmm. So get a decent upgrade with Dan Quinn. We'll be fine, especially later in the season when the crunch time comes. We'll go ten and six next year yeah. if we can get Dak. Signed. And you got a good coach. I mean, he's has a history of winning. He's mm-hmm. won a Super Bowl. He was consistent at Green Bay, consistently good. I yeah. think give him. He's got time. Give him time. Uh, he's obviously made a great hire in Dan Quinn, a defensive coordinator. Uh, and I think this could be a really good season for y'all. And um, we're gonna see what Dak's made of if he has a fully healthy season. Um, like, and then let's, we'll hit this one topic last because we're running a little bit of time in the show, and so we might end up having this one segment. But Russell Wilson with the Seahawks, big issue coming out right now is that he um, he's been having like kind of like the Deshaun Watson similarities. He wants to be he wants to have more decision in their personnel stuff. So we kind of said on the Dan Patrick show this past um, this past week or so during the Super Bowl, he's frustrated with the amount of times he gets sacked. He wants to you know have a little bit upgrade on the defensive uh, offensive line. He wants a little bit more say. In, um, in their personnel decisions. Anyone who was asked if he was thinking of a trade or something, he quoted and said that um, he's not sure if he's available or not and that that's a Seahawks question. So, Liam, you kind of alluded to this a little bit, and I know you got your sheet. Where do you th- if, if, I mean, Russell Wilson's not going anywhere, but like, do you really think like he has the, you know, the substance to say like he wants to make these personnel decisions and he's tired of getting sacked so much? Or like, do you think that's his fault, or do you think that's really the O-line's fault and they should fix it? I think it's the O-line's fault and that it should get fixed that way, and that somehow Pete Carroll and the GM and the gang, they should figure something out in the draft or, you know, free agency, pick up two or three offensive linemen because that's really the only pieces you need on offense I mean with lock if you re-sign Lockett anyhow and you got Metcalf and decent running decent enough running backs and for me I just don't see Russell even see uh Seattle just because of what he's made that team to be and how their culture is now compared to what it was before he and Pete Carroll got there. I mean, I said just before when we were talking about Dak, like, he's one of the best leaders you can have on your team. I think he ends every press conference and says, like, go Hawks before he leaves. Like, it's yeah. the last thing he says. He loves the organization. Obviously, they gave him – they drafted him, gave him the opportunity. He was, what, a third-round pick, I believe, third or fourth-round pick. Mm-hmm. And they got, took him to two Super Bowls in his first three years. Phenomenal player. And, I mean, if if anything, the Seahawks won't trade him. Or, or get rid of him because it's going to be a $39 million dead cap hit. Right. Based well, in NFL history, you can't, yeah. you can't afford to do that. I mean, he's a good player, and he's such a great ambassador for that city. Mm-hmm. I mean, with everything he does off the field, too. He's just such a genuine, yeah. nice guy. I don't think he's going to leave. I do. I mean, I get where he's coming from when he's talking about he's tired of getting sacked. I'd be tired, too. He's been top three in the league in both sacks and, like, sack yardage lost within the last four seasons. I mean, you look at the last couple seasons, this season sacked 47 times. That's third in the NFL. 2019, he was sacked 48 times, second in the NFL. 2018, 51 times, which was only third in the NFL. That was a crazy sack year, apparently. And then 43 times in 2017. So he's getting sacked. He's one of the, he's one of the, if not most sacked quarterbacks in the NFL. I think behind Deshaun Watson and some other guys are kind yeah. of in that ballpark. But I think, I mean, I wouldn't be, I'd be pretty mad too. 
I get that some of the sacks are his fault. He's didn't we no- talk about that yesterday. Mm-hmm. We did. Yeah, yeah I get sacked. like some of the sacks are his fault. He's notorious for holding onto the ball too long, and he does have. I mean, there's the stat. He has an average of three seconds before he throws the ball, so it's fourth highest in the NFL. So he's given time in the pocket. You can make the argument that you know some of that time is spent scrambling instead of just in the pocket. So he's extending plays, is what I'm trying to say. Well, that's the type of quarterback. He but just is, type of, though, yeah, too. exactly. I mean, you you take the stat of oh, he has the fourth longest time to throw in the NFL. His O line must be pretty good, or it's because you know he decides to run ten yards out of the pocket every mm-hmm. play because he's getting swarmed, kind of yeah. like what Mahomes was doing in the Super Bowl. Yeah. So I think he definitely has the place to say. He thing has the, he has the stature, like he he has the ability. He's the guy in the organization. I mean, if, if you lose Russell Wilson, I don't know how good that Seahawks team is really going to be. You got the two stud receivers and Lockett and Metcalf, but defense is kind of buns, and, you know, you don't have a run game right. as late. So That's the thing. Like, from the first three years he was in the league, his defense was so, so good. Like, it's it's definitely nice when you can rely on a, a really solid You inherit defense. the Legion of Boom pretty yeah, much. Yeah, I mean, they had they were stacked. They had Richard Sherman. Uh, oh, they had Bobby. They had Bobby Wagner. Bobby Wagner, Earl Bobby Thomas. Wagner's yeah, to Earl go, Thomas. and he's still there. Earl uh, Thomas, Cam Chancellor, Richard Sherman, uh, yeah. Earl Thomas. Uh, who's the other one? Um, mm. Earl Thomas. You, you get the point. Yeah. Tons of studs. They all had, they were stacked. They can all make a Hall of Fame argument. Yeah, uh, and uh, I just think um, it's a little different story now. I mean, it's more. It's kind of like what Dak was doing in the first four and a half games this season. Is you know, mm-hmm. it's you. Can't put that much pressure on. Yeah, they were like Wilson and, and Dak were like the same. They were in the same yeah. situation. It's just it was just a down year, and you know you can't expect to be great every year. You just can't. No. you have to do the best you can. And I mean that's why Tom Brady's so good is you know he doesn't have these stacked teams every year, but he finds ways to win. You just got to go in there and find ways. Yeah, to Yeah, I mean Russell Wilson still he's never had a losing season in right. his entire. I mean career. he's still yeah. a great quarterback. I don't see him going anywhere. Mm-hmm. I think Seattle's going to make sure he stays there. Um, the whole personnel thing. I think it's good to have some say in things, but don't get power power hungry. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. If you have a like little bit of Sean's it, getting, right? If you have yeah. a little bit of it, and then you want so much say in everything. Well, I've I he's not you know boastful guy. He's no. you know pretty well reserved. So I feel like you know he's going to be like guys, you know, I know what we can do with the pieces we already have all we need is you know a few offensive linemen just to re yeah. re uh i don't know reaffirm the offense yeah. and i mean he he's he's the cornerstone and you know he's going to be able to dish out whatever to if if they have you know that little rebuild of the offensive line mm-hmm. that's yeah. all they need they just need an offensive yeah, line yeah i don't They'll think be- it would be a big ask if you they know, need that's what he's some looking defensive for. Defensive pieces, but mainly O line, and they'll be fine. Um, what defense the, will come later, but yeah, what the Seahawks were this year is what the Cowboys would have been if Dak. Right. They were the same team. Defense that was awful, really good at receiving weapons, run game that was iffy because because Zeke was really trash this year, and a quarterback that's keeping you in the games. No, Zeke's not going to Jacksonville, Chris. He's no. I was back. saying I don't think Zeke was trash. I think his O um, line was trash. I, I mean, it, he the, didn't. The play fumble, great, the fumble issue in the first half of the season was. Really yeah, I, no, he's got to he's got to do a better job of the fumbles, but that they need to do a better job uh, like giving said, him gaps. But yeah. that's because we had we had rookies all over that line this right. year. But anyway, that's gonna that's gonna pretty much do it for the show. Okay. Um, I will say next week, guys, we're gonna have a one hour show. I have to leave halfway through it, so we'll have a one hour show. I'm thinking we're gonna do our bull prediction show next week, so uh, we'll get those stuff ready, and you know we'll make the stupid predictions like Andrew Luck coming back to the NFL he's and doing it stuff like you know maybe maybe the Chargers will actually win the AFC West next year. <laughs> Who knows? We'll make our bold predictions to hold us accountable for it in 
in what is it seven months time when the NFL season starts back up so look forward to that show It'll be a one hour one but a special one of just some fun bold predictions so guys anyway thanks for listening so much to the show Chris and Liam thank you for coming on as always Appreciate and it. Uh, we'll be back next week again 4 to 6 p.m. every Wednesday guys if you're not checking us out on our podcasting network please check us out there look up off the bench space in between it we are on Spotify Apple Podcasts, Google Play Podcasts, and the Amazon Podcast family. Just check us out again. That is at Off The Bench. Look for our green, gray, white logo. You can see this episode at 7 p.m. tonight and all the episodes from our prior two seasons of this show. But guys, anyway, have a good one. Stay on the field and off the bench and have a good night. With Metro by T-Mobile, your hard-earned money goes further. This tax season, there's zero fees to switch. Enjoy Metro's lowest price, just 25 bucks a line for four lines. Plus, get four free Samsung Galaxy phones when you switch. Now that's the best deal in wireless. Metro by T-Mobile, empowering you to rule your day. All lines lose promo rate if any deactivates. No fees on select phones. Limit one per line with eligible port. Excludes sales tax. Limited time offer. Additional terms apply. See MetroByT-Mobile.com. Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name and price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl and a foul of the comatose coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.